me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Pain is temporary. It may last for a minute, or an hour, or a day, or even a year. But eventually, it will subside, and something else will take its place. If I quit, however, it will last forever. Happy hump day to all. Happy Wednesday. Folks, we're halfway through the work week. Let's get through it together. Almost to the weekend. It's another installment. Warriors of the good. We're back. We're better. And we're ready to kick off our second episode. What is our word of the day? We will find out momentarily. As for us two hosts, Corey Ponerolo here alongside Stephen J. Fenton. We're ready, folks. Another episode, Warriors of the Good. And for all those who tuned into our first episode, thank you very much. And you know our MO, our goal, our motto, trying to help you all fight and endure life's toughest battles and hardest tasks and making you, hopefully, a Warrior of the Good down the road, one podcast uh, at a time. So let me shift gears to this. Um, Word of the day. Steve, I know you were very excited about this word, um, and I think this is one of the most important word of the days we will get into. Um, And that word is balance. And folks, again, I'm not talking about walking a tightrope at a circus. And I'm not talking about if you're at the gym working on, you know, some core exercise and keeping balance that way. No, no, no. Again, we can talk about balances on a scale. That's not the balance, the actual term, or I guess in this form, characteristic that will help a warrior of the good grow. Balance, in my opinion, Steve, I'm about to turn it over to you. Folks, assess your life as it is now. I think that's very important when it comes to balance and looking at ourselves as we really, you know, take that first step, you know, do we feel physically exhausted? Are we mentally exhausted? You know, do we find ourselves um, losing, you know, kind of fading away, growing from those close relationships you had growing up? You know, would you call yourself a workaholic? Do you guys lack spiritual alignment? If you answer yes to any of these questions, I I feel that your life may be out of balance. And that's not, you know, something that you may be doing intentionally. That could be something, you know, that you can work on to help realign your life. And Steve, this is where I'm going to shift gears and turn to you. You know, I know you were very big on this word of the day. I'm sure you have a lot of great things to say, but if you just want to touch on kind of what I was saying in regards to um, whether it's, you know, something physically, mentally, something spiritually, you know, it can be ranging rather from big to small 
you know, finding a balance in life is is very, very difficult and may come across easy, but looks can be deceiving. Oh, man, Corey, you couldn't have said it any better than the way you said it just about uh, a few minutes ago when you said assess your life. That was the key statement that you said, because, folks, as you're as you're going to sit here and listen to this word today and there's no. There's no hiding it the way Corey said it. I was super excited about today's uh, podcast, mostly because this is a word that is such a part of my life that I have been trying, and I mentioned this in the last podcast. For those that listen, we thank you very much. We hope you keep listening because the warrior of the good is about spreading that goodness in everybody. And as, as we talked about last episode and Corey displayed so well, that goodness is in everybody. It's there. It lives. It breathes. But it also needs to be practiced. So that goodness that we're trying to bring out to the world is through a word here that I was very, very excited to actually just share because it's something that I've actually put a lot of work into, which is balance. And it couldn't have started any better than the way, Corey, you just kind of like prefaced it when you said it's about assessing you. You see, balance is something that is every single human being has the opportunity to be able to utilize to their greatest good advantage. Because balance, the answer to all of this, everybody that somebody looking to is balance. Last week I spoke a little bit and I touched briefly upon something called triangle training. I don't know if you remember that, me bringing that up last week, not a Corey or not, but um, I talked about what triangle, or I talked about and introduced those words. Triangle training was a concept that I didn't make up. All I'm doing is I'm selling it. And triangle training is putting application into a triangle of life that all of us have. And as you mentioned, Corey, physical, I'm just going to take it a step further, physical, mental, emotional, and social. And those are the elements to the triangle that make and create that internal self that we all have. And that is the concept behind that. If you look at it from a concept of an athlete. Somebody who is training, training to perform, training for the day of the competition, training so they can go out and become what they were doing through all that time of doing those reps, whatever that may be. Now, athletes do that. The only way to improve is practice. So they do that through their sport basketball, volleyball, golf, ping pong. They put hours and hours. In, now, I've taken those hours of training, and I've called that repetition because basically sports is built upon repetition, muscle memory. What you do in live competition is what you're going to remember from your brain connecting to your muscles so you don't have to necessarily think. You just react. Now, that doesn't just show up. That reaction comes from your muscle memory, from the repetition, from the training. And then you perform. 
And then here's the other element that comes to it. Because when we're talking about training, and I say that word, people usually go right to sports, uh, maybe lifting, Olympic weightlifting, or even just working out. But that training applies to your inside. And I call that your internal citadel. Because everybody has that citadel inside of them, that place where they need to come to, to be able to find, which is ultimately the word that I was so excited about, which was balance. Because this is the, this is the true fact. You can't escape the fact of what I'm about to tell you. Now, this fact that I'm about to tell you happens differently for everybody. And I'm talking about from every human being that is alive, that goes through what I'm about to tell you in their own unique way. And like I mentioned last week in this, uh, in our podcast, there's no one way that is different, better, bigger than the other. But this one thing that I'm about to tell you that happens to every human being is called stress. It happens to all of us. It happens to my students, even in my sixth grade health class. Now, those students that are experiencing their stress, whether it be at their point, friends, homework, and in today's world, which we talked about last week, phones, social media. You remember Mm -hmm. that, right, Corey? That's big. And that's a part of the stress that we never experienced as much. Mm. But their stress is very different than my stress. Bills, responsibilities, being to places that I need to be on time, providing. Now, just because our stresses are different doesn't take away the fact that it's a stress. And what it does, if you think about it in a sense, if you draw a triangle in your head, And you put at one point your physical, that's your body. And you put at another point your mental emotional, that's your mind and your emotions. And you put at the last point your social, and that's your relationships. And then you draw arrows going into that triangle in all directions. And that's the stress that hits it. And when that stress hits one part of the triangle, the other parts easily do one of two things number one the first thing the other parts of the triangle can do is falter so when one part hits the reaction from the other part can easily continue to hit as well and fall for example i've seen it in sports plays happen i'm on the volleyball court One of my players misses a pass. Ball goes out of bounds. We lose the point. A physical reaction from a ball coming over the net that caused the other team to get a point. What followed? The mental and emotional breakdown of my player when that happened, which connected two parts of the triangle together and have then fallen, which led to the third part Because of that mental, emotional falter, their relationship with their teammates on the court in a game that they need to rely on each other 
has then become cracked. And because of those connections together, the power of the triangle can be one of two things, as I said. It can falter and it could crumble. Now, I'm talking about one play in the matter of hundreds of plays that happen in a game. But that is stress. And that one play, and not just on the volleyball court, can matter in your life. Which brings me to number two. The other option you can take is the word we're talking about. Balance. Now, here's the key. It's easier said for me to sit here and sit next to Corey and talk to you folks out there and talk about a word that we've all heard, balance. Now, I love the way you prefaced it, Corey, because it's not about walking on a tightrope. It's not about how much when you get on a scale. Okay? Balance is internal, that internal citadel that I talked about. The organizational place that you're going to go train that's inside of that we can all go after to create the warrior of the good to help change this world. And it starts with balance. So if my player in that situation made a bad pass and the ball caused the opponent to get another point, they use the other parts of their triangle to rebalance themselves, to bring themselves back to a a state of peace So then they can go back to work and the work is the training for themselves. Maybe it was a simple high five. That's a social connection, a simple high five from a teammate that can tell them, Hey, I got you. We're in this together. You're not alone. Balance. Maybe it's themselves looking over a coach, coach saying to them, no problem. Failure's a part of this. I'm with you as well. Believe in yourself. That's balance. Maybe it's their own emotional connection within themselves to know that they have a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset that they embrace the the error and allows them to rebalance, go back to work. I'm so in tune with the word because the word is the choice that I want to make versus making the falter. And Here's the greatest part of it all. We've all gone the other direction. We've all made failures. We've all faltered in our triangle and have gone to a point that we've crumbled. That's okay. That's even a bigger, looking at it from a bigger picture, it's okay to lose yourself in that balance. But what the part that I'm trying to get you all to understand, the part that I hope, Corey, you respond to me on, is that our internal citadel that I talked about, our internal training, It takes work to know who we are and how we are and what we can do to rebalance ourselves. I couldn't agree more, Steve. And to regards when we talk about that internal, you know, Citadel, that home base inside of us that almost kind of directs the traffic Mm -hmm. uh, in regards to whether we feel maybe that a physical, emotional, you know, awareness, whether you're an athlete, you know, you know, the average Joe, whatever that may be. But this is what I want to kind of question as well. Let's say for those who, you know, aren't 
an athlete, Steve, if, uh, you know, who aren't necessarily pursuing an athletic career, if that, um, you know, tra- doesn't, you know, with, I guess we could say training and uh, with his physical training, and I guess with training to become a better athlete, you know, emotional training, you know, there are so many things that we have to find a balance for in our lives. And, you know, as for someone that's happily married like yourself and have a, uh, you know, a family, you may have different balances that you're trying to find than someone like myself. Now, in, I guess for that example, you know, we common thread here, you know, work, family, mm-hmm. you know, for in, instead of, you know, whether it's just work, family, other ones, I guess, that come to mind are, you know, playtime, leisure, relaxation, um, even caring for others and caring for ourselves. That's something I believe that we have to try to find a balance in. Um, social, you know, consciousness, environmental consciousness, stuff like religious beliefs. I think the list goes on and on. And Steve, I feel like we can talk about this for three hours straight because there's so many little things to big things that we are struggling or trying to perfect and finding that balance. But now, whether it's something, I guess, physical needs wise, you know, all those that I named prior is just to name a few, like I said, but the issues most of us are, you know, in balancing all of that, you know, often without realizing all the time, finding that balance is so important yet so hard you know, I can go on Google, Steve, right now, and I guarantee there will be 332 million results if I say how to find balance in your life. Why is it so hard to search for it, but it's easy to understand if that makes sense? Anyone you speak to, you know, oh, yeah, you know, you want to manage your work schedule with your life schedule. I know if you're Mm -hmm. a student – uh, you have, you know, act, extracurricular activities, you have homework. Yeah, you know, I, I understand the concept of it, but why is it so hard just to find or search for it? Well, I'm about to blow your mind, Corey. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. I'm about to blow your folks. If you're tuning in on this and the most important thing, I hope when your people are listening to this, Corey and me don't have all the answers. We're not masters. We're not the Yodas of the world. Um, we're not the ones who have uh, the, the path to take. What we are are the warriors of the good. So in saying that, what, I'm, what I said originally from your response, and I love listening to you talk, Corey, because the way you process your thoughts and it comes out through your words is just – it's such a balanced and peaceful uh, conversation and even listening to you. It's, it's very easy to respond to. So that's, it's kind of even a social connection that me and you have together that I will use in my own life when I fall off balance. And when I need you, I'll come to you, buddy. Hey, and likewise, my, you know, myself, and even kind of like you said, Steve, we may not be the messiahs necessarily. I mean, we may even search for kind of guidance amongst one another, even though we've known each other for however many years. Absolutely. 
So here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to blow your mind, folks, with the answer to that question. I actually have the answer to that question. And you can search Google. You can come up with 300 different responses. It's such a difficult uh, um, answer into almost an easy or a simple question. Um, I think that was kind of the way you kind of phrased it, uh, Corey. And I figured it out when I was teaching my students in fifth grade just in the past year. And I sat down in class one day and I was talking to the students about the health triangle, which is kind of where the triangle training concept came from, which I brought both into my, um, my, both into my teaching career, more into my coaching career, and then even more so without even knowing it through my life, it was always a part of my life. And it became even more concrete when I actually started applying the parts of the triangle. So I'm in health class. I'm with my fifth grade class. And we're talking about the health triangle. And I'm teaching about the different parts, mind, body, spirit, emotion, relationship. And we're talking about how each part has its own part that connects at each different point, which creates the triangle, which makes us the human being that we are today, which every human being is unique and has the opportunity to be different than anyone else. And unfortunately, we live in a world that we're judged upon those some mostly those physical characteristics, which is one of the reasons sports is such a big part of our world. And I used that example in the beginning. Yet, Corey, you were so relevant to bring it back to the fact that sports is not the answer to everything. It's just a catalyst to understand that each human being has not athletic ability in them, but they have the ability to train in them. And that doesn't mean you have to lift one weight or run one lap a day. And what the answer to that question was when I was sitting there doing this, teaching these students, and it came to me right away when I looked them in the eye. And this was a bunch of 10-year-old students. And I asked them this question. I said, boys and girls, who are you? And they all looked at me, and they were dead silent. Now, of course, they're 10-year-old kids. (laughs) I'm teaching them. Of course, they're going to be silent. So I've taken that question. I'm going to get back to those fifth graders in a minute. And I took it forward to the next step. And I talked to my high school. Now we're talking about teenagers. But I'm talking about a a varsity level, uh, prestigious program, competitive team going out onto a volleyball floor, being players that have handled high stressful athletic situations. And I looked them dead in the eye and I said, girls, who are you? silence again now of course that's a difficult question for any kid to answer taking that step even forward to a human as we grow as adults and we gain more confidence in ourselves and our mental strength increases that that question could be answered even easier but i guarantee folks if anyone asked you that question that could be a silent question for just about anybody so here's the answer and this came from a project and I, I, I challenge all of you out there in the listening to this podcast to go home and do this. Because I had these fifth graders do this project. And it was mind-blowing to change their life. To begin to change their life. And I had them do this. First, I had them choose a word. Any word that they want that can describe anything about them. It could be a sport team they like. It could be a personality trait. It could be their last name. 
It could be something they like to do in the summer. It could be anything that they wanted, that they felt inside of them, that when they think about who they are, that can come to them. Now, the hardest part is choosing that word at times. There's lots of different things. And that was one of my most interesting and fun parts of that project with those students, to watch them choose their word. They took that word and they wrote it straight down on a piece of paper, big construction piece of paper. And then this was the challenge. In that word, they created an acrostic poem. So every letter, let's say, for example, I chose the word passion or passionate, even better. That's one of the things about me I've had my entire life. Truthfully, maybe in another podcast, I'll discuss the fact of how that was hidden in inside insecurity that the world, and I'm not blaming the world, but I hid inside of that for so many years and wasn't that person that I was the same person back when I was 10 years old my entire life. I never changed, but I never knew how to be balanced and have that strength both internally, which led me to understand the internal citadel my home inside of me, and I'm worth it. So they took a word, and I took that word passion. And then somewhere in that word passion, we start with the letter P. Now, acrostic poems usually start with the letter P, passionate, and then you build a word off of that. Well, let's take the word happy, okay? And they write H-A-P-P-Y. Now, that P is a part of the word happy, so we're using an acrostic poem. And I just took the acrostic poem to another level that they can actually use in another word as long as the letter is filled in. Does that make sense, Corey? Are you with me so far? Mm -hmm. Okay. After they chose the word happy, is that an emotional, a mental, a physical, or a social, a relationship trait in their life that can help them find balance when they're off balance? So if I chose that word, I would put that probably as an emotional trait, which is an obvious thing. Yeah. And then I would go a step further because what I told them at the end of this project was, how are you happy? Well, folks, I'm happy doing this podcast right now. (laughs) This makes me happy. So even if nobody's listening to this right now, I have joy. I have happiness. I have a feeling inside of me that makes me feel that happiness inside of me. So in a sense, Just about 10 minutes ago, folks, me and Corey were about to start this podcast, and I got pulled over. Oh. I was driving home, and I looked in my rearview mirror, and the lights went on. Talk about stress, paying tickets, even just feeling bad getting pulled over. There he is, a police officer comes up, and my happiness went down. I was so stressed. I was so off balance. How am I about to do this podcast when I am now in a stressful situation? Thank goodness I didn't get a ticket. I would like to give credit to my wonderful, awesome sister-in-law, a New Jersey State Trooper. Being a family member of her is just incredible. She completely helped me, and I don't take it for granted. Thank you. But I chose to immediately go back to this podcast to rebalance myself because it makes me happy. And the coolest part of that project with those fifth graders, they went from the, my word was passionate and they went to the A. 
Then they went to the S, then the S, then the I, then the O, then the N, then the A, then the T, and the E. And you should have seen these fifth graders. Man, they, they had a hard time just getting through it. But that's the point. Who are you? You need to figure out who you are. Athlete, music, art, even just sitting at home and doing nothing. Every one of you out there is worth the fight for. But the point is, is that nobody, not your mom, not your dad, not whoever you live with, your guardian, not your aunt, not your own, not your friend, not your teacher, not Corey, not me. We can't fight for you. You have to fight for yourself. And it starts with who are you? Once you find that out, and then just because those fifth grade kids did this acrostic poem and they figured out ways, that doesn't mean they're ready for the world. That's just one repetition that can help them continue the battle of life and find the ultimate gift, which is balance in every situation that comes their way. Couldn't say it better myself, Steve. Uh, That's, you know, again, with whether it's when we talk about episode one, mindfulness, balance, step one before I would say even taking a listen into some of these podcasts, assess who you are. And that's really important. Hey, next time right. you can ask that uh, guy who pulled you over if he wants to be on the podcast. Like, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, hey, folks, a couple minutes left here on the show before we wrap up. We'll be introducing our new segment, Fenton's Focus. I'm sure you guys will love to hear what we have in store for that. Um, but remember that both accomplishments and failures are a part of balance. Steve, you kind of touched on it earlier, just kind of recapping, you know, life's balances. Most of us have plenty, you know, already in our lives, but we may not always pay equal attention to both, in my opinion. So if you are someone who focuses on your failures and people, Steve, you know, unfortunately, happen to do so but uh, you know unfortunately it may be the wrong word because it could you know if focusing on your failures to see how you could do better but it kind of depends how you do look at it but if they do focus on their failures you know I feel like people don't try to notice the small moments of success you know, see what that feels like. See if you can figure out, folks who are tuning in, what you're afraid of, why you have to focus on the negative instead of the positive sometimes. But don't beat up on yourself if you can't stay there. That's okay. That's why we are trying to fight alongside you. Like Steve said, we can't fight for you. We can fight alongside you and groom you to be a stronger warrior of the good. That's what this podcast is about, folks. Just go back to the positive when you can. That's balance. Whether you're heading back to work tomorrow, school, sending your kids off to a new adventure. I don't have that, I guess, balance struggle yet. But, Steve, you may have that um, in your arsenal. Changing jobs, folks. Getting married. Divorced. Moving to a new city. Or just living life, guys. Remember that you're always in transition you're always on the move the trick folks to living a balanced life and steve i'm sure you'll agree with this i feel is that you know balance is the process of holding something you know that's the actual term 
Mm -hmm. But when you balance, and balance, in my opinion, is the process of holding something steady during change. Amen. You know, we're changing day in and day out, whether it's for the good, unfortunately, maybe for the bad. But when we do try to find that balance, we're going to have to try, you know, to hold something, you know, try to find where we feel that ends will meet in certain situations. Like I said, starting a new job, changing cities. But if you can hold steady, walk that tightrope into becoming a better person, um, balance for sure, folks. That is a characteristic that will groom you to be a stronger man and woman. That is for sure. But let me shift gears to this. Fenton, 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 Fenton. Fenton's Focus, the much-anticipated segment that, folks, you will be itching for as the podcasts roll in day in and day out. So here in Fenton's Focus, I'll be tossing it to Steve momentarily. And, you know, it's one thing to hear what we're saying here, folks. Balance. Um, You know, the real-life examples that we talk about. You know, how can it relate to our life? But this segment is going to almost put the bow on the gift that we give you each time you're tuning into this podcast. So, Steve, we kind of touched on it as we were kind of going over the show, prepping for the show today. But what can someone do tomorrow in an everyday life example? What is that? you know, that first step for them to starting off that warrior of the good in themselves and finding some balance. Well, folks, our new segment, it's time to focus on Fenton's focus. And to answer your question, what they can do for themselves in tomorrow, the very time when they know when they start their days, wherever they may be going, whether they be waking up alone, maybe a, maybe they have a dog licking their face, waking them up. Maybe they have a child jumping on them. Maybe they're just waking up after very little sleep. Any of those situations, plus many more I didn't mention, all relate around the word we talked about, stress. They need to begin with this. Understanding that the stress will come. Acceptance of the stress is not my point. Understanding the stress that it will come your way and creep its ugly little face up to you is the point. And what you can do for yourself every single day when that little guy comes creeping up your way is to stop in your tracks when the stress comes and don't follow the first path towards falling stop yourself recognize the stresses there know yourself find one small piece in another part of your triangle and go to work call your mom call your girlfriend call your boyfriend read a book Pick out a line. Go on Google. Find a famous person. Something that they said. A quote. And read it. 
and read it again and again. Take out a pencil. Do something called a mind dump and set a clock for one minute and dump all your thoughts without stopping onto a piece of paper, releasing all of your emotion. Hey, if you got the opportunity, stop where you are and do 10 push-ups. Do 10 jumping jacks. Take a small jog if you can. Jump onto a treadmill. There's an answer in every piece of the triangle that has to do with this word, the worth of you, because you are worth it. But you have to figure out what part can help you. And that means you need to go to work and you're worth the fight. I thank you for focusing on Fenton's focus in our segment in Warrior of the Good. Folks, you already here first. Warriors of the Good, episode two has come to a close. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It has been a pleasure on behalf of myself and on behalf of Steve. We will see you on Friday morning. Yes, folks, we gave you a hump day special today. Might as well keep it rolling on Friday. That's when we will return, possibly opening up a new segment as well. You will not want to miss this. And again, thank you and Steve as well uh, from the bottom of our hearts, doing what we love, trying to inspire day in, day out. You can listen to us on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're there. We're ready. We are official as all get out. And we'll be back Friday. If you're celebrating Hanukkah, keep on celebrating like that menorah. Christmas is around the corner, folks. Hopefully you're finding a balance getting those gifts wrapped it's almost here warriors of the good episode two we are out see you friday morning with your coffees in hand folks